Hello, thank you for joining us. Um, we are survivors of sexual abuse and we are here to help empower survivors, help them realize they're not alone and that their past does not define them. And we are so glad you're here. My name is Jessica. Today I'm here with Robbie and um, I'm gonna let her introduce herself, Robbie. Hello, my name is Robbie Hamilton. I am a youth mentor with New Friends New Life and I'm also the leader of our alumni circle. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. Your time is valuable thank and we you. so appreciate it and everything you do. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Awesome. Can you um, tell us a little bit about the New Friends New Life and their mission? So New Friends New Life is an organization that we help restore and empower trafficked and sexually exploited teen girls, women and their children, and to also drive awareness of the issue and its prevalence in the community, and not just in the community, in the world. Mm -hmm. um, this is a global um, epidemic, if you will. Um, New Friends New Life has been an organization for almost 25 years, and we started when a girl that was working in the strip clubs went to um, the Preston Road Church of Christ and walked in, and she was tired, and she just started telling some of the ladies there about her circumstances and one woman decided to help another woman and then this girl went back and told more of her friends and it became new friends new life and awesome. so since then it has taken off we are now a multi-million dollar nonprofit, um and we kind of lead the way for other nonprofits coming up behind us to be doing the same thing um case management uh, trauma-informed counseling um economic empowerment and then I now am the leader of our newly formed uh, aftercare, if you will, alumni circle for girls and women to still find support, find community um, and camaraderie with each other as we continue this um, really lifelong journey. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's so great. It's it's important to have that that aftercare program, the after after the program. Absolutely, it's so important because having community and people that you can relate to and and just do life with is. So Absolutely. So. Yeah, this is not a, okay, well, here's our program. It's been six months. Good luck. It's not. It's it, it really is a lifelong thing. You know, I was so blessed to get to come to this organization um, straight from jail and drug treatment. Mm -hmm. And I got to go through the program. And when I got through, I just kept coming. You know, we used to meet on Wednesday nights and have dinner at the Preston Road. Like I was saying, Preston Road Church of Christ. And I just kind of kept coming because I, I needed that. I didn't, you know, new friends, new life. I mean, it literally is that. And so when I completed the program, there wasn't really just kind of going back into, you know, my world, so to speak. Mm -hmm. I, this was my, this world was my world and I needed to keep coming. And, you know, I kept coming for so long that they finally had to hire me because <laughs> I wasn't going away. So I've now been a staff member for five years and it's just a, it's, it's just such a privilege. That's awesome. Well, I think that's great because, you know, just like any rehabilitation program, if you go back into the life that you were in, exactly. the place that you were in, it's very easy to fall back into those old habits. Exactly. So, yeah, it's so, so important. So I'm glad that they recognized your value and said, we like you being here and we're going to go ahead and, and make sure you can stay. Thank so, you. That's Me great. too. Thank you. So how does New Friends New Life achieve its mission? New Friends New Life achieves its mission so much as word of mouth. Um, we do have partners now that we work with, um, you know, CDAC, the Children's Advocacy. Um, we also do a lot of work with, I'm a youth mentor, so we have two programs, 
We have the youth side and we have the adult side. Mm -hmm. I am predominantly on the youth side. Um, we do a lot of work with um, uh, LETOT, the juvenile detention facility here in Dallas. Um, and, you know, and also word of mouth, you know, we have some of our youth that come in because their parents have heard about New Friends, New Life. Um, we even have some of our adult members whose teen kids are part of our organization. Oh, that's great. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, but we achieve our mission. Um, we are, I remember when I first started being staff, our program completely changed. Um, and we had a new staff member who's now our chief programs officer, Jessica Brazil, who has taught me so much. Love her. She's, I, oh my gosh, she's taught me so much. She's taught me so much about being trauma-informed. Mm -hmm. um, and she's also taught me so much about empowering women. Mm -hmm. um, you know, when we revamped our program, it used to be that New Friends, New Life would, you know, pay the women coming in's bills and, you know. And Jessica was like, that's not empowering. That's, yeah, that's, that's like enabling. It was. Yeah. And even though, I, you know, I was so ready. I was so ready to change my life. I was like, okay, what do I do? Okay, check, did that. Now what? Check, did that. Now what? Mm -hmm. I mean, there was no skip in my step because I was done. Yeah, yeah. But. Some people are not drawn. Some people. Are not driven like that. Are not, dr exactly. And everybody, you know, the sages of change, we work so much through that. Right. You know, there's the pre-contemplative. We're like, I don't have a problem. What's your problem? You right. Know? And then there's the contemplative, like, yeah, God, I'm tired of getting arrested. This is starting to really stink, you know. Yeah. And then sometimes we go back to pre-con, oh, no, I'm good now, I'm good. Yeah. And then there's the action part. And some people go back and forth between those three pieces mm -hmm. repeatedly for sometimes years right. you know and so meeting girls and women where they are instead of where we want them to be mm -hmm. and understanding that they are speaking through their trauma they are not bad they're not broken they are speaking through their trauma and that was something that was super empowering and helpful for me to understand because it's funny being a survivor I don't always see that in another survivor. Sometimes, I mean, like, so I'm, I'm an addict. I've been sober. It'll be 20 years in January. Um, and sometimes when I sponsor, because I'm pretty deep in 12-step, I'll be like, tell my mom, what is wrong with these? What is that? And she's like, really? <laughs> you know, because it's so sometimes you need to remember they're speaking through their trauma, stay trauma-informed you know, working with the stages of change. And so that's what we do. We meet women where they are. We meet the youth where they are. And we just continue, we call it pouring into them. We keep pouring into them where they are, offering what we offer to everyone the same thing. And if they're not ready for that, we still, you know, it, it's, it's all about building community. Mm -hmm. My job is literally to build relationships with these girls, with these women. Um, you know, so some days I'm sitting around on beanbags and we're watching scary movies, but we're trying to show them that there's other ways to live mm. rather than being out on the streets or being trafficked or being exploited or any of those things. And so we achieve our mission by meeting them where they are, by showing them what life can offer, by having survivors on staff that can also be like, hey, I've been where you've been and I know the way out if you'll help me, you know, show you. Um, and so, you know, and just, just continuing on, you know, with that, um, referrals, word of mouth, and then success stories, 
like you. That's right. Yes, I did go through the New Friends New Life program, and it was imperative for me to help learn how to, you know, the economic empowerment part was, you know, learning how to budget and learning how to live within my means and figuring out that this is what a normal job looks like and deciding what my career path is going to be and figuring out steps to get there. Um, And just a lot of those things that you don't, you don't always learn because they're not always taught in school and they, you know, the school of hard knocks isn't going to really teach it, you know, teach us skip here and there. Yeah, they did not teach, you know, balancing your checkbook in the strip clubs, you know. No. And it's funny because, I mean, that was the part, I think, that I carried with me the most was the economic empowerment part. Because mm-hmm. I remember at the time, we had to do an income and spending sheet. Mm-hmm. And we, mm-hmm. I mean, like everything you spent. You saw it, it on the like, paper. Yes, <laughs> and you got to see the ebb and flow of your money. And it was like, right. oh my God, I'm spending so much on Starbucks. And, right. You know, and it really, to this day I I do will do that in my head or I keep a check register I use my debit card all the time but I still get my check register out like the 60 year old that I am and people are like um is she writing a check and I'm like (laughs) no I'm just writing it down new friends new life taught me that you know so that was another piece that was super important yeah so just things like that you know I remember one time we had a class and it was called what does a date look like Oh, wow. It was so cool. I I can't even answer that because, like, my dating experience is, like, mm, very, very small unless I was getting paid for it. Yeah, I mean, mean, like, a date is where they call you at 2 o'clock in the morning and they're, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, right? Right. And so they taught us what an actual date looked like and love that yeah healthy relationships. It was. It was super learning. I, I love that you guys had the, um. The group classes that were specialized for people that have gone through these types of trauma that, you know, don't know what a safe relationship looks like. Right. And um, being able to sit in a group and say, well, this is what's happening to me. Is this not normal? And not feeling judged and being able to have that conversation and, and talk through, well, you know, there are some things in there that are red flags and talking through what a healthy relationship looks like. Another huge part that was great for me was the counseling because um, New Friends New Life offers free counseling for individuals that have gone through exploitation. And not only do they offer free counseling, but they pay for you to get there too. So they give you a gas card or a bus pass, which is huge for people that that really don't have the means. And like, I know I, I, you know, paid out of pocket for some counseling before I started coming here, but having specialized counseling that didn't break my budget that I was able to get as much treatment as I needed. They have EMDR treatment yes. special for, for trauma victims. And that was huge for my, for my recovery. And so I love that, you know, New Friends New Life has a program that does that. One, you know, I still benefit from that because so many of the people that I work around, my coworkers are clinicians. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times we'll be sitting around, you know, just talking about work and be like, so, um, Robbie, how did, how did you feel about that? You know, and just things <laughs> yeah. like that. But, but it is, it's a, it's a lifelong um, skill reprogramming, mm-hmm. if you will, in your mind of different ways to think about things. You know, when I first came in, I didn't feel like I had a seat at the table. I didn't feel like I earned a seat. I deserved a seat at the table. I thought everybody could see that I was, you know, I've been a stripper, that I was a drug addict. I just felt like I had that label across my forehead, mm-hmm. and it took a long time for me to realize that that no that was my label that that wasn't a true label and you know I've been through group counseling and 
individual counseling and I don't know where I would be if I hadn't been able to have that for free mm-hmm. offered and and two you know I was so and still involved in 12 step like I was saying mm-hmm. I can't talk about working in strip clubs and being exploited in in AA I mean no, it's different it's different you, you I, may you may meet other friends that are being exploited there exactly but. exactly but if you start talking I remember I had a sponsor one time and I said something about my addiction had led me into strip clubs or, and kept me there. Mm-hmm. And I, afterwards, I was like, you know, don't don't bring that up. I, you know, and, and, and the reason was we don't want anyone to look at you differently. And I thought, golly, it took me 10 years to speak my truth. And I just got my hands. So, you know, here, this is where we can talk about all of that. Mm-hmm. And we can talk about all of it with people that not only specialize in helping people heal from that but also the other people mm-hmm. you know there's my pastor always says there's nothing more healing than someone looking at you and saying i know me too yeah and that's just so true we have we're surrounded by me too's here and so it's super cool yeah 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 it's making me tear up because it really is you know like you feel like yeah it's it's a safe place it's a safe it, place. it's a safe place for you to say you know this is what i went through and I learned very quickly that you can't tell everything to anybody, um, and so it's nice. I to like have... that you can't tell everything to anybody because uh-huh. yeah. that's true. That's absolutely true. Because yeah. some people, you know, so my other job, I'm. I also have my own business. I'm a hairdresser at a, in my salon is inside a retirement community. So all of my clients are in their 80s and 90s, and I was privileged um, to have gotten my criminal record pardoned by Governor Abbott um, in uh, 2020. I guess I worked on it for like four years pro bono with connections from New Friends New Life with attorneys at SMU. Um, but it was written about in the paper afterwards. And my client, yeah. And so my clients, I had a 95-year-old client, Peach. Oh. And she's like, um, so you were a stripper? <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> and I was like, um, so, um, yeah. You know, so, but, but there's none of, I know that was fun. Um, but here... All of the, yeah, me too. You know, one of my favorite things to do now is when I'm coming into work and I'm coming up the back stairs and we have several of our adult members hanging out, you know, smoking or just whatever. And I always like to stop and if it's someone I don't know, introduce myself and I always will ask them, so what phase are you in? And it's like, I'm in two or three and I'll be like, okay, well, you know, don't give up. Because when you get to four and graduate, I get you. And then I tell them that I'm actually a graduate of the program. Mm. And it's always the same thing. What? What? Yeah. You? know? And it's like you see a little bit of a light and a shift in them. Like, oh, well, I, I, can, I can be normal. Well, then I can do it. I, exactly. I, I, can, I can be successful. Yes. It's, it's so, uh, it was always really, um, really impactful for me to meet another survivor that was, was doing well and accomplished and like, are you serious? Like you don't look like what, you've been you through what I. You don't look like you've been through what I've been through. Right. And exactly. It's, and it's like, oh well, maybe maybe people can't tell that by looking at me either. Um, and that's, that's so <laughs> healing. It, it is. is. That's, that's super super cool. Yeah. Good stuff. Very much so. Cool. Um, so, is there something that you guys are working on right now? So right now, this week is our big annual luncheon. Um, we always get to have super big deal people as our keynote speaker um we've had kevin costner we've had sally field this year we're having julia armand she was in 
Brad Pitt and Legends of the Fall. Um, but um, and so, but it just brings a lot of awareness to the subject. Um, so that is a big thing that we're doing right now. Um, personally, for me, what I got to do was um, being a youth mentor in the YRC, which stands for Youth Resource Center, which is our drop-in center. We have a drop-in center on the youth side. We don't really have one on the adult side. It's not the same, but the kids, the, the, our youth can drop in between 11 and 8 um, and just hang out, you know. So, But one of the things that I get to do is I get to teach a group on Tuesdays. Um, it's called Tea with Robbie. And I went through a six or seven week training. Um, it's, uh, the training is SMART. Um, self-management and recovery uh, resources or treatment re trauma resources um, and it basically is for addiction um, which addressing someone that's 14 and 15 years old about addiction is different because I'm nobody's sure. really an addict that, that age they're just abusing just it more or less it, yeah. and so many people at that age think no I'm, leave me alone I've got time I'm right, just a kid yeah. And so, but it's just basically treat, uh, you know, teaching them different ways to look at. It's it's a little bit like DBT, just mm -hmm. different coping skills, different things. Um, so that's the thing that I'm super excited about right now. Side story: one of our girls, um, who's a chronic runaway, um, because she's running away from trauma. Mm -hmm. um, and one of the groups that I taught was just uh, the cost benefit analysis. Mm. where you write down, it's like the pros and the cons. Sure. You know, you write down what the cost has been, you write down what the benefit. But then you go back and you dissect it even more and you look at what the cost is. Is it short-term or long-term? And is the benefit short-term or long-term? Because mm. usually the benefit, and this is like things like smoking weed or, you know, skipping school, usually the benefit is short-term mm -hmm. and the cost is long-term. Yeah. But to have that on a piece of paper, it's just like, <gasps> but I was... Um, I was talking to one of our girls a few weeks ago, and I was like, so have you been practicing your SMART tools, you know? And she was like, actually, you know what? I did. She goes, the other night I got into a fight with my mom, and I was really thinking I was going to leave, but I did the cost-benefit analysis, and she goes, and I stayed. Good I cried. Her. I yeah, did. I was like, I was just, that was such a big deal. Um for a hundred million reasons, but sure. it was very full circle for me. And it was also, um, it was just really cool. It was just really cool. Yeah. So I was really yeah. super proud of her. So that's something that I'm personally getting to do, but it's it's um, paying off benefits with our girls. So yeah. Yeah, that's great. I love how part of you know the program involves case management too. So it's, yes. it's pulling all of those pieces together and making sure, are you getting what you need here? Do we need to connect you with these people? Yes. And having somebody to oversee the whole portfolio. Exactly. Yeah. What do you need? What are you working on? Where do you want to be? And what do we need to do? How can we rope in our resources to help you achieve that? Whether it be that you want to go to a trade school, whether it be that you want to go to college, whether it be that you want to go straight into the working, you know, population, just whatever it is that you want. How can we get that for you? How can we help you get that? Yeah, very cool. Yeah, that's good stuff. Um, so you have, and we talk about achievements. So for me personally, my achievements with New Friends, New Life. We can talk about you personally, or we can talk about the organization, whatever the, you want to share. The, you know, the organization, I think the main thing, just our achievements, is that every single year we are helping more and more women and we're getting our work our our name out there like a few months ago i guess it was maybe even the end of last year we had a girl that had been leaving american airlines 
and she had been there with her dad and she was a youth 14 or 15 years old I believe and she had like gone to the bathroom and then she just never came back and oh, it was yeah. like oh my gosh where was she and it turns out she had been trafficked mm-hmm. um so Dallas authorities um came to New Friends New Life what do we do and so that's wow. something that that's we are awesome. starting I know awesome. I know people are starting to come to us to ask us, okay, how can we help? What do we do? I want to talk about our man kindness real quick too. Our man kindness is, we have our own superhero on our staff. His name is Matt Osborne, and Matt was a CIA agent for 12 years. Um, he has um, also he is part of an organization called um, Operation Underground Railroad, and he and his team of former Navy SEALs former special agents, um, they uh, go into third world countries, Haiti, Colombia, and they pose as um, men looking for children, looking to buy children, because Mm. American white men are the number one, not only consumers of child pornography, but producers. Um, And so when they walk into third world countries, it's just kind of like, oh, look, there's a bunch of American white men. We know what they want. Mm -hmm. And so that's what they do. They go in and they propose, you know, yeah, you know, we're looking for some. And they pretend to be these buyers. And then what they actually do is they go in and they bust the traffickers and they rescue the children. And then they even have an aftercare program. Because, again, you can't just rescue. Okay, bye. You're free now. Good luck. You know, you have to have... (laughs) Yeah, because so many of these, they're orphans, you know, all of that. So, um, but Matt is now a staff member for us. And what he does, um, if there's no demand, there will not be any need for a supply. So hitting it at the demand end, Mm -hmm. I think is super important. We've never really done that before. It's always been helping to heal and... Exactly. Yeah. The, the proactive side of it is a lot easier. Yeah. The proactive side yeah. is it. So a lot, what, a lot Matt, less healing needed. Exactly. If we can stop anybody from, you know, cause the internet blew everything up. The internet, sure. I don't know. Op- ever, open the windows to hell. <laughs> I am, I, I would even go as far as to say, I think the internet does more harm than it does good. But that's probably because of the lens that I see things through. Because if you, but but I, it just opened. It used to be that if you were going to buy a human being, you had to actually get into your car and slither down to whatever part of town mm-hmm. you could do that in and do it face to face. Right. And now you can just click a mouse, and within you know thirty forty five minutes, and you've just bought a thirteen year old, mm-hmm. and it's disgusting. And so the the demand has just exploded. And so, um, but what Matt does is he has a group of men and they actually go into the junior highs and they speak to the boys. Oh, that's great. Oh my gosh. (gasps) I'm like, I'm so glad that I have a baby boy because I'm like, I need to teach this boy how to treat women right. Yes. And that's what they talk about. They talk about so who decides what's cool for your generation? Like is what is cool is like, yo, man, check out that girl walking by. Woo, is that cool? Right. Or is it cool to actually have it like, wait, wait a minute, man, that's somebody's sister. Right. That's, not, that, that's my si- or Or, and who gets to decide what that is? Because each generation gets to do that. 
for themselves, you know? And so um, he even has it where at the end of it, they take a pledge. Oh, that's great. Like, you know, the whole, like, I'm not going to, you know, yeah, text and drop. Sobriety thing, whatever. They whatever. get to take, they take a pledge. And it's like this three-hour-long thing, and it's it's really, really cool. And so I think that there's more and more talk of that. Um, and so that's that's an achievement that I'm super proud of that yeah, we're doing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Hitting the other end of the spectrum, I think, is huge. Like, I've always been, you know wanting to love on, on the younger, the youth, because that's, that's what I want to see is I want to see the cycle break. Yes. Because it's so much easier to, to help somebody figure out their purpose and that they're loved as opposed to telling them the healing after, after all these things that people told you they loved you and they didn't. And these are the, the terrible things that they've done. Trying to heal from that after the fact is so much harder it's than, so than much trying harder. to break the cycle and realizing that, you know, you don't need to treat people like that. Absolutely. You know, we have, um, there, there was a girl that was coming through the program when I was, and she had been sold by her mother at the age of eight um, to her uncle, who was a trafficker. And, you know, so, and just, just you know, all the horrors of that. Um, but she, um, when she was going through our program, she had two kids, and her kids she put through college. And I, okay. and I used to always tell her, broke the cycle yes. you broke the cycle because that's it it's yes. that's such a big deal yeah. because now her kids won't have to grow up with that same undeserving shame and guilt that she's carried and probably will carry for most of her life and there's always healing and sometimes there's abundant healing and sometimes there's healing that takes you know yes. it really yeah. is a lifelong journey you know yeah Awesome. Well, that's great. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, so what can people do to support you and support your work? So newfriendsnewlife.org. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have a, um, a, a part of New Friends New Life, and it's called the Circle of Friends. And mm-hmm. we're actually, you can come in, and it is donations, but you can come in and be part, be, be more hands-on. We have an, a volunteer coordinator, Vanessa Garnica, and she is over just all of that. You know, we have volunteers that come in. Sometimes it's just kids from a local school. They come in and they help clean our facility. Mm-hmm. But then we also have the, the volunteers that come in and they help with like um, career day and they help the girls know, you know, like uh, critique them, like business owners they'll have come in that will help them, you know, work on their resume and all of that. But volunteering, donating, um, being a our girls, our women, they get to know some of the volunteers that come in. And they, they in and of themselves, get to almost be mentor-type people. And so, um, newfriendsnewlife.org, um, we have an entire department that is geared towards volunteers and, and how you can help. Awesome. That's great. Um, so that's newfriendsnewlife.org. Newfriendsnewlife.org. And our phone number, you can also call. It's 214 214- Nine six five zero nine three five. Our offices are over here in Deep Ellum. Um, you know, you can come tour the facility and kind of see what we are. But newfriendsnewlife.org spelled out. Yes. Awesome. And that's um, that phone number, email, uh, and that address is good for um, survivors as well. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah on Wednesday nights we have dinners. Um, and we have different like game nights and things like that. And so, you know, we do have, when you first call, if you want to be included in our 
in our um, program. Um, you come in and you get to meet some of the people, you do an intake, um, but as far as people just wanting to be involved to help, the website to go through, or to give, a phone, uh, to give us a phone call and actually um, speak to our receptionist, Avery. She's an intake specialist and our receptionist, and she can get you hooked up to the right department. Awesome. Cool. Thank you so much. Thank I you. So grateful for all you do. You know, this is this is such a one other thing that people can do. We have a bus tour. Matt Osborne, my personal superhero, he does the bus tour, and it's um, we have like two a month, and anybody can come, and it leaves from our offices. It's about a two-hour bus tour, and it literally takes you around the the parts of Dallas, and you would be surprised what parts of Dallas they are, they actually are, that trafficking is, is going on, exploitation is going on, and it actually gives you a bird's eye view of, it, of what's going on. Because so many people think that trafficking is, you know, I'm going to throw you in the trunk of my car and I'm going to sell you to Mexico. Right, And yeah. it's not. You can be trafficked and never leave the room you're in. Yeah. Trafficking only means one person sells another person to a third person and the first person keeps the money. That's all that is. And so it just really helps educate. So I think that's another thing that we're pretty passionate about is educating the community of what trafficking and exploitation actually is. Mm -hmm. And so our bus tour is another really good thing to do to kind of help you um, educate yourself on exactly what this is and what we're doing. That's great. I love that. That's how they, you know, provide that insight and education to the community. Absolutely. Great. Well, thank you so much for your time. Jessica, thank you. This was an honor. I I love what you do. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of everything that you're doing. So thank you for letting me be part of this. All right. Well, thank you listeners for being here and for sharing. Um, Come back and see us another time. Bye.